Welcome to another Brave Conversation. Just real girls talking real life. I hope you're encouraged as you listen in and join the conversation. Well, welcome to our very first podcast called Brave Conversations. Um, my name is Dr. K.A. <laughs> just joking. Always wanted to say that. Um, and I'm here with my very good friends, Mel and Claire. Say hi, girls. Hi. And this podcast has really been birthed out of a desire to connect women everywhere. So we realise that in this day and age, many women work, many women find themselves studying, um, upskilling, they might be at home with kids, um, they might be travelling, whatever it is, we want to make sure that you know that there's a community of women that pray for you, that think of you often, and really want to do life with you. And so you may not be able to physically get to us all the time, but we want to make an intentional step towards you. Wherever you are, we hope that this encourages you, encourages your walk with the Lord, and reminds you, you are a part of a greater community, the body of Christ, but also a greater community of women um, who are standing with you right now, wherever you are, and with whatever you face. And we hope that these conversations encourage life, inspire you again, breathe upon you afresh, maybe even just give you a creative idea that just um, invigorates you in whatever you're doing, whatever your skill is, whatever your craft is. We hope that we cover lots of different topics um, that meet lots of different interests. And we hope that you subscribe and come along the journey with us. And if there's ever anything you want us to talk about, send it in, let us know what that is. And We'll endeavour to unpack it. And there'll be lots of different voices you'll hear along the way. But today, my beautiful friends here and I, uh, we're going to talk about a subject that we really feel is probably the reason we came to this realisation that we needed to do something out of the box to find where the women of Highway are at and bring them in to the fold. And that is the invisible walls that keep us apart. We just want to talk today about what are some of the invisible walls that keep us from connecting with each other, that keep us from connecting afresh with God, and what can we do about it? What, what are some of the things that we can apply to our life that help us break through those walls, bust them down, and grow forward? And so we're going to start the conversation now. I'm just going to put this question out there to the girls. What are some of the invisible walls that seem to keep us isolated yeah cool well thanks Kay it's Mel here and um yeah thanks for the opportunity to be part of this it's really exciting and we just hope that yeah wherever you are that you just get something uh, amazing out of this and that it really encourages your walk and your growth in Christ so um I guess some of the walls that I see as keeping us isolated as women are these walls of perception. Um, you know, we live in a world that's just obsessed with image. And um, and I, I really think that it, it keeps us trapped. I mean, if you think about the world of social media or media or whatever, you know, everything's edited, everything's enhanced, it's filtered, it is so fake. And I just think that, you know, there's so many... Um, perceptions that something should be a particular way and you know where we feel we don't meet up to those expectations you know we hold ourselves back you know or or we edit and we filter and we're not real we're not you know able to be 
who, who God created us to be because we're trying to mask it with something else that, that's not of God, yeah. you know. So th- those walls of perception I see is something that definitely holds a, a lot of us back, you know, myself included. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I would definitely continue in that, um, and this is Claire, the one of the other three, <laughs> um, that off perception there's the fear and rejection that's behind that because if yeah. you are completely vulnerable and real and don't do what society is doing, will you be rejected? Um, and then the fear rises up as well, so you're already trapped in a little box that you can't see any way out because the only way out is to be someone who you're not. Mm. Um, and it's very hard to have very honest conversations about your world sometimes when you walk into a room and you've got to pretend like you're, and everyone's smiling but no one's being really honest with each other. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'm amazed at the amount of women I speak to that have even got friends at church or got yeah. friends at Brave and get to those front doors and say they feel so nervous. Yeah to go in because what if I'm not accepted or what if I'm not there's not someone there that I know or a friend or and it just blows me away because it's like we're on the other side of those doors Mm. so ready to embrace and welcome in but it's a real thing it's a real thing that a lot of people go through yeah Yeah. um and I hate that I hate that the enemy wins in that sometimes yeah and that out of fear of being rejected by someone we would rob ourselves yeah of beautiful friendships and genuine friendships yeah yeah and it's the one place where you can walk in and be completely honest and you could get the prayer you need or have the hug that you need or have a good belly laugh or have a cup of tea and just be completely real but it's the one place where sometimes we put those walls up and pretend everything's fine we're okay we're in Mm. church so we've got to pretend everything's okay when it's not and it's where you can't do that at work you can't Mm. do that when you drop the kids off at school with the mums that you're trying to all pretend that you've got this perfect life and Mm. the kids are eating the perfect lunches but in the one space you've got that chance is the one chance is the one place we probably put the most walls up yeah 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 Yeah. um i guess for a lot of that it's probably that expectation versus reality you know we sometimes maybe even feel like we're going to church so we put our Sunday best on and we 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 put the makeup on and we go in and you know we want to look like we've got it all together Mm. even you know the expectation of maybe we should have it all together but you know the reality is that you know like we're all broken Mm. like I need Jesus more than anyone (laughs) I know you know like you know we're we're a room full of people who you know, we've come from different backgrounds and, you know, there's so many stories of brokenness and, um, you know, tragedy. But on the other side of that, you know, the reality is it's a room full of so much hope and mm, healing. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, if, if we get bound by that that fear of we're going to get found out, we, we miss out on, yeah. like you said, those beautiful friendships, but also just the wisdom, you know, the connection, the support from people who have walked the path yeah you yeah. know from people who who can add value to our life and, and just make it so much richer yeah you know 100%. That's, that's what we, that's what the church exists yeah, for exactly right <laughs> yeah I think when I hear someone talk about something that they've struggled with or a journey you know if it's something that I've been had in my life that I'm deeply ashamed of or I just feel so free yeah hearing someone else speak and go oh thank the lord I'm yeah. not the only one that's ever had that thought or 
done that or had that experience yeah. and I think that's something the enemy likes to do in isolation is mm. make you feel like you are the only one facing this challenge yeah and it's because it's you it's happened to you because of you or something you've done or and it's like no there's probably thousands of people that have faced similar challenges mm. and it's okay to come into a community and share about that and get yeah. help like you say Mel like hear from wisdom someone that's walked the journey before you or that's what family does yeah that's what generations should do is go I'm 20 years ahead of you let me just encourage you where you're at right now is not the end yeah yeah keep going keep walking yeah and I'm right here with you Mm. yeah yeah it's really important to do all that and I think if we can get it right it's like when on Christmas day when you meet up with your family you haven't seen for a while and you're there for eight hours and you say all the things and you want to catch up and you can be completely vulnerable with them and you go through those moments where you're like, oh, this has been hard this year, but then I did this and that. And that's where women's and brave and and just doing life together would be really powerful. It's like every day is like a Christmas Day lunch where you get with your family and just like, can I just share a little? Or, you know, you're sitting with your auntie who's like, it'll get better. You know, Mm. I've got through it, so you'll get through Mm. it too. And I think the the power in that exactly right, that relationship and that generational love to go, I made it, so mm. you'll be right too. Mm. Yeah. I think I'll transition into another question by saying this, but for me, one of the ways I've busted through that wall of um, insecurity probably mm. is the best way to describe yeah. it, is to constantly think from someone else's shoes and yeah. say, okay, I'm terrified that to talk to someone I don't know or I'm terrified to make a new friend or whatever. But if there's someone here that's turned up today hoping that someone would talk to them, I'd like to be that person. Yeah. yeah. You know, so rather than think about what if I'm rejected, mm-hmm. try and go, well, what if someone else feels rejected exactly. right now? And me just walking across the room yeah. could actually just free them from that, that fear yeah. and open up a whole new world of friendships for them. So that's 100%. probably something I'd try and mentally do when yeah. I feel insecure yes. is go... I'm probably the one thinking about me the most. Yeah. They're not yeah. worried about what... <laughs> they're not thinking anything about me because they're all worried <laughs> yeah. about themselves. That's so true. So, <laughs> and we're all worried about That's ourselves. So, true. so we're not... Totally. No one's thinking about the other person. No, it's That's, a funny thing yeah. about insecurity. It's like, what will they think of me? Yeah. They're not thinking yeah. of you. <laughs> they're thinking about <laughs> they're their thinking own about insecurity. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's so true. What about it's just you so true. <laughs> And it is, it's that I think I'm very much the same. I, I don't naturally do well in big groups with new people. Um, so it's really sometimes an effort to do it, not because that person's an effort, but just because, yeah, I'm dealing with my own stuff. Um, and so you do it, but it's so worth it. You know, I remember the first time I didn't know you, you know, mm. little by little. Um, and by you, I mean Kay. <laughs> People are like, who am I pointing? <laughs> but, um, you know, it, was, it wasn't big, open, vulnerable conversations to start with. It was, hi, how are you? Next time, hi, how are you? You know, just that familiarity. And then over the years or months, then a little bit more trust is formed. A little bit more trust is formed. A little bit more trust is formed till you get to a point where you're like, okay, I can bear my heart. And then you can do that. And then it's... you're going to say, okay, you can bear this. <laughs> well, okay, you know, I can bear this. I can bear chaos. Yeah, I can bear the friendship. <laughs> but um, it, for me, it's very much just one friendship at a time. And so it's replicate that with a new person. And it might 
I think we think it's got to take a really short amount of time, but it might take a year, it might take two years, it might take two weeks, some are mm. instant more than others. Mm. Um, and so, you know, you just naturally, and some, and I think in church it's hard because you think we should all connect really well, but we are still very individual people and yeah. some people you're just going to form a friendship with more than others. Yeah, that's and so that's, it doesn't mean you don't love them and you don't want to serve them, but it just may not be that you're as vulnerable with that person as much as another. But, um, yeah, it's definitely just making the effort for me, taking my eyes off my own situation and just being open and little by little yeah. creating those friendships and allowing the time. Mm. to take its place in that just before Mel talks that's I just wrote that word down time is a big barrier I think it's huge particularly women are possibly nervous that if I make a new friend they're going to expect an hour a week (laughs) at the coffee shop or late night phone calls Mm -hmm. or and I just think we want to take the pressure off and go everybody's busy um but time should be valued towards Mm. meaningful connections yes because without it, you'll know. Like if you hit a wall, hit a tragedy, hit a moment, yep. just that loneliness can be intense. It's huge. And yeah. friendships are something we need to sew into. It doesn't yeah. have to be all the time, no. every day, in each other's pocket. But, no. you know, mm. just those touching base Yeah. yeah. Well, the closest moments. friendships I have, including with you girls, is we rarely do things outside of yeah. the common thread that binds us together. But it doesn't mean that at midnight or something... If I needed you, mm. you yeah. know, yeah, you'd be there. So all my core friendships in my life, they're not based on going to a movie every week or having coffee. And that comes with the maturity too. Like I used to, because time was a love language for me. So if friends didn't give me time, then that would add to the fear and the rejection that they didn't love me. But it was yep. just coming to an understanding that not everyone could give or, you know, like love that way. So yep. that made... You came with that understanding so yeah 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 I think it comes down to that expectation versus reality kind of thing again because you know in church I mean you can't just walk into a a, a group of people and just be best buddies with everyone yeah. and anyone it doesn't happen anywhere in life at yeah. school at work you know it just yeah. doesn't happen so you know the reality is that you know relationships do require a time investment so there's two sides of it really Mm -hmm. like you know yes what's required of me but you know what am I giving Mm -hmm. and what am I investing into you know it doesn't have to be quantity it can be quality um you know even quantity is amazing you know um but it's not the luxury that most people have these days um you know or, or perhaps any time but you know those friendships they they are investments um that yeah that certainly friends are what gets you through the hard times the good times you know people to celebrate with you know the the tough times when you just need someone to listen yeah you know mind the kids or you know whatever so it's definitely like in church you still need to make that investment of time. It's just the reality of the situation. You still need to invest in friendships. And like you say, you know, there's not everyone that you're going to click with or gel with. Some people you you get along with and some people you just, you know, like you you don't get along with so well. Um, It doesn't doesn't mean anything. It just means that you're you're in a place with other humans. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's the same with the Lord, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. 
you know, we could listen to a podcast every single day on the way to work yeah. and it's awesome. That's going to yeah. feed you in a way, but it's that time with yeah. the Lord, me and him, yeah. where I actually mature yeah. and grow because then he talks to me yeah, his about voice of what's going on in my heart yeah. and my life. And, 100%. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What would you say, Mel, is a way that you've busted through yeah. Some of those invisible walls. Yeah, well, uh, that's a good question. <clears throat> for myself, um, so I've been coming to Highway for three years next month. Yay for me. Um, <laughs> yes, <Yeah, laughs> <for> Highway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I moved from interstate. So pretty much when I moved to Queensland, it was a case of starting again. Like I, you know, I, I didn't know anyone. Having said that, I, I was part of a company at that point where I knew some people. So there were people around um I also um amazingly like God is so good had um he um oh sorry um I had friends who I had actually grown sort of grown up with so um you know there was people here who uh, went to church you know the church that I was in when I was a teenager you know so so I knew some people so you know, amazingly. So I, I, when I started coming, um, I only just recommitted my life back to Christ. So for, for those of you who don't know me, I, I grew up very much in the church. My parents were pastors. So did I do church? I did church like every day of the week, you know, all the yeah. meetings, all the, all the, all the meetings, you know, like all through the week on the weekend, the pack up, the pack down, the whole works, you know? So, um, you know, I really get that whole expectation about what church should be and the pressure yeah. that, that goes along with that. But, you know, I kind of, I was myself probably living off those secondhand revelations. And, yeah. um, you know, for me, a time came where I, I just, I wasn't spending that time with God. I didn't have that relationship that, that kept me on track and I just kind of drifted off track and spent, you know, a significant chunk of my life living away from the Lord, living, you know, a pretty ungodly life. And, um, you know, I just recommitted my life back to the Lord just before we moved up here. So coming to Highway was like just getting back into church. And so when I, when I came, it was like when I recommitted my life to the Lord, it was just like this realization that if I was going to say yes to this, because my friend was like giving me a hard time, if I was going to say yes to this, like this was a line in the sand moment in my life. Like it would mean for me getting in the word every day. It would mean spending time in prayer. It would be that discipline. And and so I'd, I'd made the choice. Like my friend um, Penny, she already came to Highway and she was like, come to Highway, it's, you know, it's a great church. And On your Penny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, you know, so I, I came along, but I, because I knew I had to do the work for my relationship, I knew that um, it was the same for church. Like I knew I had to be committed to, to growing in church. I had to be committed and I had to be responsible for me. Yeah. Like I couldn't be responsible for anyone else. You know, I, I grew up in church. I, you know, when I did stop going to church, you know, I felt there was cliques and, you know, people didn't do things with, with me that they should have done and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I, 
you know, I really came into this with this sense of responsibility for myself. You know, I, I couldn't look at other people and make them responsible for me. I couldn't look at them and blame them for what I wasn't doing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it was coming in just with this different mindset, with this different perspective, like I'm coming in and, and I need to be responsible for me. So if someone doesn't say hello to me, well, they might have just had a bad day. Yeah. I'm not going to get upset yeah, yeah. Exactly. because they didn't say hello to me. In fact, maybe I should just go and say hello to some people. So it was, it was hard, I guess, coming from like a new state, um, you know, not really knowing anyone. I mean, Penny was pregnant, so she was kind of there and not there with, you know, sickness and all, all of that. But, you know, for me, I was like, right, well, I need to be responsible for myself. I need to be active and involved and obedient to my call to be part of the body of Christ. Yep. So, you know, what can I do? I was pretty time poor, working some pretty crazy yeah. hours at that point in time. And it was just, right, well, what can I do? Well, I'm here on a Sunday, so I'm going to join a serve team. And mm. basically that's what I did. And it just, I guess it just started from there, like just being responsible for myself, really. Um, you just actively and built, pulled down the walls instead of built them up. Yeah, you had every yeah. excuse to build them up, but you yeah. just kept pulling them down. Oh, look, it was really hard in the beginning, like, yeah, not knowing anyone and yeah. and being, you know, like, you don't want to be the person that goes up and, hi, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think it, it was bit by bit. Like, it didn't happen overnight. It no. It didn't happen overnight by any stretch of the imagination, but it was just bit by bit. And I, I really believe that God just honoured my intent and, yeah, and my yeah. action and you know um i've built some brilliant friendships within the church and just and bit by bit probably built deeper relationships yeah. anyway yeah you know rather than having 10 besties in one being on a team's good like if, mm. if you are struggling get involved in cleaning or the serve team because it's not all on you then mm. it's actually kind of almost like a job description um, and you've got a whole team supporting you. So you do your little bit and everyone else does a little bit. And, you you know, you've got the shirt and stuff. And I think sometimes I know being in a work mode can be easier if I'm tasked to do yeah. something. If I'm tasked to be on the meet and greet team, I will meet and greet people. If I don't have that shirt on, I'll go find a chair. And, I'll, you know, it's interesting what – but sometimes yeah. that can just be – the tools that equip you, like a tradesman, they're given their power tools and everything yep. else to be mm-hmm. a tradesman. Maybe that's your way of equipping yourself to stretch a little bit. It might just break the ice. Exactly. You know, yeah. For you and for someone else. Yeah. If you're both, like you say, taking people to seats or something, yeah. there's your first conversation starter. Exactly. You know? But you wouldn't something have done that if you weren't. to talk about. Exactly. Yeah. If you didn't have a purpose, you probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Yeah, even yeah. being part of that has, has stretched me because, you know, quite often, um, you know, we, we, as volunteers at Highway, you know, are invested into by the leadership. And, you know, Pastor Byron talks about, you know, when he was first saved and when he joined the serve team. And, you know, he talks about, he shares his experiences, but one of the challenges he put out to us once was, you know, like, it's good to do the stuff. And I'm quite task, or I can be quite task oriented. Mm-hmm. Guilty. <laughs> uh, you know, but, you know, maybe instead of worrying about that, that rubbish bin that's overflowing, maybe just talk to the person next to the rubbish bin yeah. and yeah. just ask them how their week was mm. or, or something, you know, can, can you, 
you know, set for yourself a target to speak to three new people while you're on serve so that people do feel loved. Um, yeah. And, you know, the benefit of that is you, you meet new people yeah. and then, you know, that just expands the network and makes someone else feel loved and, you know, you just never know who you're going to meet as yeah. well. Yeah. Like, 100%. some amazing people. Yeah. That you the make. process is important, yeah. but people are more important than the process. Yeah, so you know, true. At the end of the day. Yeah. 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 So what do you girls think about, like, what is the commission, I guess, that God gives the body of Christ? Does God talk about community? Does God talk about friendship? Um, he definitely talks about family. Mm. Yeah. And doing life together. Yeah. Um, what do you guys feel about that? Uh, I was... When I was thinking about this and I found a verse before we were sort of starting, there was one that came, came back to me when you asked me this question and it was in John fifteen twelve. I command you to love each other like I love you. And it's that kind of just hit me because I've stuffed up, I've done my things and yet at every turn, even in the midst of my sin, that when I know I'm doing it, God still loves me yeah. and he's still got time for me and he's still got an open ear for me and he's still got a tender heart turned towards me um, and he's still... You know the miracles that he set for me are still in motion. It doesn't discount them. It doesn't stop them. It doesn't deny them. And so when I read that in a little bit of preparation for this, I went, "Well, if he can love me with that, and I can be pretty annoying when I want something." So, <laughs> you know, I've thrown some good temper. Um, That'll be the next chapter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've done all that, and he still said, "I love you," and and I've not loved people well sometimes, and he still said, "I still love you. I don't love what you're doing." Then. If he can love me with that, and if he is in me, then mm. how can I not love someone else that way? Um, and, you know, as we were talking around the table this morning at the end of women's, and it was said that, you know, it's not our choice or our decision to give up on people. That's between God and that. But we all just have to keep loving them. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean that we accept all the faults. It doesn't mean that we do all that stuff, but we love them till the end. Mm. Um and even if it's not with our own heart, with God's heart. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that verse really kind of stuck with me. And I suppose that's kind of sitting with me with this whole sort of thing that we're doing with Brave moving forward and that we're trying to just love each other. You yeah. Know? And it's not a wishy-washy thing, but it just means, hey, I don't understand it. I might not love every decision you make. Sometimes our conversations are going to be a bit harder than not. But if God can love me in the midst of my stuff, then I can love you or yeah. I can at least be tender-hearted yeah. towards yeah. you. And I think if you do that, you strengthen the woman in the home, you strengthen the husband, yeah. you strengthen the children. Mm. You know, it just is a river yeah, that keeps flowing, right. you know. So yeah. that's just sort of my personal feeling on it at the moment and that may evolve and change, but it's kind of just where my heart's sitting with it at right. the moment. Yeah, cool. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'll read you the scripture out of Hebrews 10, um, starting at verse 22, and it says, So let's do it full of belief, confident that we are presentable inside and out, which means we're already clean. Hmm. Jesus has already done that. Let's keep a firm grip on the promise that keeps us going. Yeah. He always keeps his word. We need to be reminded of that. Hmm. Let's see how inventive we can be in encouraging love and helping out, not avoiding worshipping together as some do, but spurring each other on, especially as we see the big day approaching I just had a thought while you were chatting then, Claire, like for me, one of the benefits of tithing and giving, yeah. um, yes, it's a biblical principle and I'm committed to that and I'm yeah. obedient to that. But what I like about it is it, it 
strengthens the muscle of generosity in me. Giving over something, it's like keeps that open hand. It just releases those clenched fingers. (laughs) Just you know that control factor that we know that I'd like to just hold on to. And I feel like connecting with others, loving others, as you've said, and I, I think it. It strengthens that muscle of looking outside of ourselves. Yeah. It strengthens mm-hmm. that muscle of unity. Yeah. yeah. Strengthens that muscle of community. Yeah. Um, and it does take practice. And mm. I think because we're a really busy generation, yeah. accidentally we let that muscle get really weak. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, then we assume people don't like us or they're probably thinking about me or they've forgotten about me. Yeah. And none of that's actual reality, as mm. you've spoke about, Mel. I've just let that muscle mm. of seeing outside of myself yeah. go weak. And we're talking about breaking down the invisible walls. Yeah. Because once a wall is put up in our Very life, hard. it's like that's all we see. Yeah. We can't yeah. see past that. And I feel like being deliberate yeah. about building genuine community in the body of Christ helps bust down those walls yeah not just so we have a good buddy but so we practice looking outside of ourselves, mm. outside of our situation yeah. our family our needs our wants mm. you know and going actually i could be there for somebody else we're starting a new cycle essentially imagine every time if we were afraid to turn up somewhere mm. in the fear of being rejected yeah imagine if every time that triggered a response of well, I am not going to reject. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. and turn that thing on its head yeah. and go, I'm afraid of it. So others would be. So I'm going to make sure mm. that I won't reject yep. others today. Yeah. It's powerful. It mm. really is. Because we, we don't even then have to have that first question that we had today because there are no walls. Mm. Because we've yeah. changed the cycle. And if anything, we're building walls around the broken so they feel like walls of love though yeah you know it's it's a complete reversal of what we're actually it's safety talking about. instead of yeah isolation exactly 100 thanks for joining us you can help keep the conversation going by subscribing and staying connected catch you next time for another brave conversation